you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, and that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. You hear that bang and beat. You know what time of the week it is. It is Thursday, and that means it's time for the Stardom Sit'em Show. It's our final Stardom Sit'em Show of the season. I am Marcus Grant. Joined by Michael F. Florio, the man who pins the Start Sid column, which you can check out, of course, every single week at NFL.com slash Start Sit. And Florio, here it is. It is the start of championship week. This is for all the marbles across a ton of fantasy leagues. Uh, I know you're in a championship game. I'm in a championship game. It is not against each other. How are we feeling in what already looks like a sort of weird week in terms of players sitting, players injured? Uh, there's going to be a lot of chaos this week. Yeah, I'm not feeling great. This this is one of those weeks <laughs> where, like, if it if it was an old video game, you'd have to take it out, blow into it, and start again because it feels like everyone is. I have a super flex league where the four if Jalen Hurts sits, the four quarterbacks in the championship game are going to be Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, Geno Smith, and Teddy Bridgewater. It it's a weird week. 
Ooh, that is gross. When you've had so many stars carry you so far, and a lot of them are going to be unavailable to you this week. But of course, we're going to go through so many of the options here to start and sit in week 17. Of course, if you don't hear a name here, be sure to go check out the start sit column, as I mentioned, at NFL.com slash start sit. So we'll have the top starts and sits. We'll have some trending players, some sleepers. And of course, we are opening up the doors one more time for Club Dub. The guys who are going to get you 55 points guaranteed this week. But let's start with the start and sit quarterbacks for week 17, Mike, take us through your list. Trevor Lawrence, I don't care if the, it says it's a hard matchup. He is a must play right now. Kirk Cousins is playing far too well at a position that is thin to get away from. Jared Goff very much in play in a great matchup against the Bears. And I like Daniel Jones this week against the Colts. I think you could stream Brock Purdy and Mike White as well. Some sits, Geno Smith. Uh, Sam Darnold, even though I'm starting, like, he's not a must-sit. Neither of those two are. Carson Wentz, though, I would not be streaming. I would get away from him. And Deshaun Watson just hasn't shown enough upside. I would get away from him in a pretty tough matchup. All right, so let's take a look at some of them individually because you mentioned Trevor Lawrence, and the guy has been on fire lately to the point that basically you don't really care who all, who's on the other side because he really is playing that well. Houston, on paper, has been kind of tough against quarterbacks, but I don't know. I still feel like they can be had. Yeah, and the thing is, like, this is the the easiest matchup Lawrence has had in a while. Last week, even in a game where it was bad weather against one of the best secondaries in football, he put up good fantasy numbers because of his legs. He rushed for a touchdown. He ran for 51 yards. That's an underrated aspect of his game. The week before, he faced the Cowboys, who are a tough matchup, and went off against them. He is a top five quarterback right now in the NFL, uh, in fantasy football, and there's he's playing so well, I, I can't get away from him. And the Jags, they're the one team that came out and they were like, yeah, we're not resting our players this week. We're, we're going for it. We're keeping everyone in. And I kind of get it. Why mess with something that's going so well right now? It really is going very well, and all the other players around him are very much in play this week as well. Geno Smith, on the other hand, wrote me off. he wasn't writing back. Riding back. You might need to start riding back because it just hasn't been going so well for him. And this week, very tough matchup against the Jets. Worried about maybe his wide receivers getting sauced. Uh, you're, you're trying to avoid Gino where you can, huh? Yeah, again, he is not a must-sit because quarterback is just very thin. But if you're have, uh, if you debating between Gino and another quarterback, maybe someone you feel comfortable with as well, I would get away from Gino. In the last two weeks, he's averaged just 13.8 fantasy points per game. The Jets have allowed just 14.4 per game two quarterbacks and the thing is Gino is great because he throws multiple passing touchdowns each and pretty much every week it feels like yeah the Jets have allowed the fewest passing touchdowns in the NFL this year Tyler Lockett is looking like he's going to return but he's a broken bone in his hand I again not a must sit but not uh not a whole lot in going right for Geno Smith right now although Patrick Claibon did point out if he wins this game against the Jets he's probably going to have a banger of a line after the game Oh, absolutely. I've already termed this the Revenge of the Smith. It's like episode three at this point, uh, <laughs> if he's able to pull this off. We'll see what happens, but should be an interesting one to watch. We talked about the quarterbacks. Let's talk about the guys who will be catching passes from them this week. Take a look at the board for your wide receiver starts and sits for week 17. Christian Watson, far too much upside in this great matchup for me to get away from him if he plays. I think Chris Godwin is a start. Drake London, who has been ascending upwards, is a start. Jerry Judy, a fun one as well against the Chiefs. And then some streaming options, DJ Chark. And for those in deeper leagues now, I liked him a lot more with Derek Carr, but Hunter Renfro is a deep league option. Some sits, Marquise Brown, Deontay Johnson, Adam Thielen, and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Just none of them bring enough upside that I want to start them 
in a championship game. Yeah, we talk about some of the quarterbacks that are unavailable. Derek Carr, we know, not playing for the remainder of the season. The Cardinals do get Colt McCoy back, but that's still a far cry from Marquise Brown catching passes from Kyler Murray. But let's take a look at Drake London, because this is a guy that I, I've said it repeatedly on all of our shows, how much I loved him this season, thought he would be the top rookie wide receiver. I don't blame me. I blame Arthur Smith. But... We've had an injury to Kyle Pitts. We've had a benching for Marcus Mariota. And uh, we have the Falcons out of the playoffs. And now Drake London has come to life. So I guess better late than never, right? Yeah, I guess you, you could say that. Like, but, but for <laughs> championship week, Drake London in play for sure. I agreed with you. I thought he was going to be the top scoring rookie wide receiver. Didn't happen. But in the last three games, he's at least nine targets and at least six catches while topping 70 yards in all of them. He's averaging... 14 fantasy points per game in that span, and his low is 12. So a reliable floor, some upside. Uh, it's also a good matchup against a bad defense. And I know we could be like, hey, it, it wasn't Arthur Smith's fault. It was Marcus Mariota's fault. Yeah, well, Marcus Mariota was terrible. The stats said that all year long. We were all clamoring to see Desmond Ritter come in, and Arthur Smith waited until his team was basically eliminated to make that switch. So I, I don't want to give him too much credit. All right. Well, whatever, whatever, whoever is to blame <laughs> or be credited for. I'm just happy that Drake London is showing what Same. he can do. And hopefully it carries over into next season. I mentioned Marquise Brown and the Cardinals are going to have Colt McCoy back at quarterback after one really bad week of Trace McSorley. That's not enough, though, for you to really like him against the Cardinal or the uh, Falcons this week. No, last week, 8.8 .8 fantasy points. That was his high game without Kyler Murray. The, the bad news is that that's his high game without Kyler Murray. Uh, he scored between 5.9 and 8.8 .8 fantasy points in those games after being in double figures every single week with Kyler Murray. And again, I don't think enough people realize that Atlanta's defense has kind of clamped down on the position. They've allowed the fewest fantasy points per game to wide receivers in the last month. You could say that's matchup-based. I'm sure it is, but... It's not like this is a matchup that's scary. If it was Kyler Murray, sure, but it's not. So I, I would get away from Marquise Brown. Yeah, the Falcons have been a lot better against the wide receivers over the last few weeks, too. That's something to kind of keep in mind uh, as you make your decisions this week. Time now for the segment that we like to call How We Feeling, where we rip through some players and we talk about what we think about their outlooks this week. So let's start with Justin Fields. Last week, not a great week, just 11 rushing yards against the Buffalo Bills. This week, he gets to play indoors against the Lions. We once thought their run defense was good, and then they got run over by the Panthers. So how are we feeling about Justin Fields this week? I'm feeling great about Justin Fields, and I know he disappointed you last week, but if you survived it, you're starting him. You see there on the screen, he dropped nearly 40 fantasy points against the Lions last time, ran for 150 and two touchdowns, but even if they, like by design, ask him to run less, I think he'll be able to get the job done with his arm. The, the Lions have allowed the most passing production. In the last two weeks, they allowed Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson to be top 10 quarterbacks. You're starting Justin Fields. So Justin Fields is the start. Josh Jacobs going against the 49ers. He was already struggling. Now he gets the worst possible matchup for a running back. Not feeling great. And a lot of questions coming in about Josh Jacobs. I think there are guys you can start over him. Being asked about guys like James Conner, I would start him over Josh Jacobs. I would really think about starting Cam Akers over Josh Jacobs this week. It's just a bad, bad outlook. It may be hard to get away from him. But now, especially with Jared Stidham, there's very little to like about Jacobs in Week 17. On the flip side, Raheem Mostert, uh, he's kind of found himself back behind Jeff Wilson. How do you feel about him against the Patriots? 
not great. He he played less snaps than Wilson last week, had less carries, uh, one extra target, but that was only three. You see there, he's topped six fantasy points once in the last four games. That was the game without Jeff Wilson against the Bills. And then the Patriots have allowed the second fewest fantasy points to uh, running backs, and they've allowed just four touchdowns all year. What? While the Niners limit all the yards and get a lot of credit for that because they're awesome, the Patriots are that way when it comes to touchdowns to running backs. So, Raheem, most are very much a question mark. J.K. Dobbins against the Steelers. I feel like volume sort of wins the day. He's been getting opportunities, even if he is still splitting with Gus Edwards. He's been the more efficient of the backs. The thing that worries me is that the Ravens offense right now, it's just not very good. Steelers, not particularly scary against running backs, but they're good enough. So Dobbins is one of those guys where it's very much a coin flip between him and a lot of other players to have in your lineup. I think he's got sort of low-end RB2 upside this week. Uh, maybe the ceiling gets him into the high-end RB2 range, but very concerned about him uh, putting up a huge number against the Steelers. Juju Smith-Schuster, he's got the Denver Broncos. And how are you feeling against a really tough matchup for wide receivers? I'm not feeling great but I still think you have to start him like he did have a pretty good game against them he gave you like 17 fantasy points in PPR leagues against them last time I, I he's a little volatile because of the matchup but I mean he's tied to Patrick Mahomes I, I still think you have to start him and it's gonna be hard to get away from Juju just like it may be hard to get away from Brandon Ayuk. He's going against the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, he's kind of volatile. What has helped is that with no Debo Samuel, Ayuk is, do, is seeing some more opportunities. I like him as a yards-after-catch guy against the defense that gives up a lot of yards after the catch. The problem is, if the Niners run off and hide against the Raiders, which is certainly possible, how much do they throw the football late in that game? So there's always that concern. But if you need a flex option, I think Ayuk... Uh, is a better option than a lot that you may have available to you. Gabe Davis has been incredibly volatile all season long, Florio. How do you feel about him against the Bengals on Monday night? I've been off Davis for a while now, and I don't think he's like a must start or anything like that. But if you don't have like maybe you're searching for a receiver, you're debating Davis or someone else. I just think there's going to be a ton of offensive production, a ton of points scored between two of the better offenses in football, two of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. So if you need a, an upside play or you're debating between Davis and another similar ranked receiver, I, I would go with Davis just because I think this is going to be a points bonanza. Last one, and it's Jerry Judy going against the Kansas City Chiefs, and I feel okay about Judy. Mind you, I'm talking about him as a wide receiver, too. I'm not expecting some sort of big kind of Justin Jefferson performance, although he sort of gave us one of those uh, a few weeks ago when these two teams met before. That was the game in which Judy caught three touchdown passes when he maybe probably should have been ejected from the ballgame, but we'll sort of <laughs> overlook that. Over the last few weeks, he has given you double-digit fantasy points in four straight games. He has been over 15 points in two of those four games, and I expect the Broncos are going to have to throw the football to stay in it against Kansas City, and Judy seems like he is target option number one. We are just getting started here on the show. We're going to dive into the tight end starts and sits in just a little bit, plus some of our under-the-radar league winners. Stay tuned for that here on the Stardom Sit'em Show. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, 
you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Start, sit, tight ends for Week 17, go. Evan Ingram has been far too good to get away from uh, right now. He's a must-start. Dallas Goddard back in play, especially if Jalen Hurts suits up. Cole Komet, after a couple of bad matchups, has a really good one. And Dawson Knox finds him way back into a start this week. Some sits. David Njoku, who has been struggling as of late, Tyler Conklin, Greg Dulcich, uh, and Shane Zilstra. Old Shane Zilstra. That feels like a reminder just to not chase the point. Uh, Newsflash, Shane Zilstra is not going to catch three touchdowns every single week. Dawson Knox, though, has been catching a lot of touchdowns lately. He's got one in three straight games, that big game against the Bengals on Monday Night Football, and you feel like this is a good spot for him. 
Yeah, Dawson Knox has been included in this article and, and on the Fantasy Live segment in this show more than any tight end this season. He just keeps bouncing back from a start in his sit. But I like him this week against the Bengals, who have struggled against tight ends. In the last month, they've kind of ranked middle of the pack. But Dawson Knox has been getting more consistent volume. He's also right now uh, the target in the red zone that Josh Allen seems to trust the most. He has at least five targets in three straight games. And I, again, just expect a lot of points to be scored in this game. If that means they're going to be getting a lot of uh, points, it probably means a lot of touchdowns, which means Dawson Knox has a good chance of catching one this week. So I think that alone makes him worth starting at the tight end position. It's been nice to see him sort of rebound here late in the season for anybody that's been struggling to stream tight ends. David Njoku was kind of hot at the beginning of the year, and like a lot of the Browns pass catchers, really I don't think has adjusted yet to playing with Deshaun Watson. Now on top of it, he's got a Washington defense that's not very bad. Uh, actually, more on the side of good. Uh, you don't like the Njoku this week. Nope, and you you painted the picture perfectly. Like He has been struggling with Deshaun Watson. Last week, he had just two catches for 14 yards. You could blame the weather if you want, but he has fewer than six fantasy points in two straight games. He has one good game with Deshaun Watson and has struggled in the rest. And then, like you said, the commanders, they've been tough, especially on tight ends. They've allowed just nine fantasy points per game. That is the sixth fewest in the NFL. Uh, with tight end being what it is, you might not have a better option than David Njoku, but on a lot of teams, I have him and another tight end. Uh, I'm going to play the other tight end this week. Chances are you do have another option just because Njoku was hurt. So if you held on to him, uh, you probably picked somebody else up or you added him when he came back from injury. So hopefully you have another option to get away from. Let's take a look, though, at some guys that maybe are a little more under the radar, not getting a ton of hype, but very well could help you win a fantasy championship this weekend. Our under the radar league winners for week 17. And who is your first one? Day Jones, who I know disappointed you last Thursday night, and he put up less than two fantasy points. Uh, it was just a bad game for him. He had Sauce Garner on him a lot. The Jets secondary is one of the best in football. It was bad weather. Trevor Lawrence only threw for like 230 yards with no touchdowns. I'm willing to give him a pass, though, because you see on the screen at least 21 fantasy points in three of his last five games. Remember how good he was before the Jet game? I think it's certainly possible that he could return. I'm not telling you he's going to get three touchdowns, but I think Zay Jones could have a nice bounce back game this week because I expect all of the Jaguars to have a nice, pretty good game this week. The Jags are hot, and they certainly want to keep that momentum going into Week 18. I'd like Tyler Algier as a potential league winner, and whatever reason Arthur Smith has decided late in the year, we're going to give our young players a lot more opportunity. Since Week 11, Algier playing 51% of the snaps with Cordero Patterson handling most of the rest. He's getting 40% of the carries, which doesn't necessarily seem like a huge number, but considering how run-heavy the Falcons are and how they tend to run regardless of what the game script says, that means a lot of opportunity coming his way. And on top of it, he's got an Arizona defense giving up the second-most fantasy points per game to running backs over the last month. They're also giving up more than five yards per carry in that stretch. You got a defense you like this week for under-the-radar winners. Yeah, the Giants defense. I think they are a must-play this week. I I'm playing them in my championship game. Highly recommend everyone does the same because, well, you have eyes. You saw what the Colts allowed on Monday night with Nick Foles, and they're starting Nick Foles again. He threw three interceptions, I want to say. Should have been more. Took six sacks. And the Giants in the last month have the second most sacks in the NFL. Uh, Thibodeau has really come to life there. Their defense is playing well. And again, the Colts, 
Like, you watch them each and every week. The top-scoring defenses are usually the one facing the Colts. Get the Giants in. The Giants not only might be a top-five defense, Marcus, they have one of those uh, potential to be one of those defensive weeks where, like, they kind of swing your matchup into your favor. Though the Giants very much in play against a terrible Colts offense. Meanwhile, I like Bam Knight this week against a not-so-great Seahawks defense. And having Mike White really elevates everybody there. It means the passing game can really make the defense pay attention. You can stretch the field a little bit, maybe get some guys out of the box, and that maybe opens some things up for Bam Knight. So he's been playing well for most of the season since he took over for the injured Breeze Hall, and I think he continues to play well this week against Seattle. Take a look at the start-sit running backs for Week 17. Who do you like? Travis Etienne Jr. as a start against the Texans. Jarek McKinnon, you, too much upside to get away from him against the Broncos. Cam Akers in a strong matchup. And I'm willing to go back to DeAndre Swift one more time. And then I think Tyler Algier, very much so in play as a streaming option. Some sits. Let's get spicy. Nick Chubb, Najee Ooh. Harris, J.K. Dobbins, all names that you probably thought would be winning you a fantasy championship. And then Raheem Mostert, who we spoke about earlier in the show. So let's look at the good side of things, right? Travis Etienne has been in a bit of a slump the last few weeks, but we talk about how well the Jaguars are playing offensively. And I'm doing all this analysis when I probably could have just said, so uh, Texans, right? <laughs> exactly. The, the Houston <laughs> Texans have allowed the most fantasy points to running backs this season. Uh, and Travis Etienne... While he was a sit for me the last couple of weeks, the last two games, he has given some better fantasy production, sitting between 12.7 and 14.2 uh, fantasy points. But his carries have increased in each of his last four games with at least 17 and three straight. You give him that sort of volume in this matchup, we know he's got a bunch of upside. He could be an RB1, maybe even a high-end RB1 in this great matchup. Absolutely love Travis Etienne and what feels like a maybe not a complete smash spot, but pretty close to it for him. On the other side, you're talking about getting spicy and Nick Chubb as a sit. He has been disappointing. The opportunity seems to have been there. The production really hasn't. But this week against Washington just seems like a really bad matchup. Yeah, since the Sean Watson came back, no one's fantasy arrow has pointed more down than Nick Chubb. He's averaging just 9.4 fantasy points per game in those four games with 1.8 targets per game so pretty much all of his production comes on the ground and like we saw the other day he had like 20 something carries for 99 yards and he didn't it equated to 9.9 fantasy points because he has yet to score a touchdown in any game with Deshaun Watson plus the commanders tough matchup they've allowed the fourth fewest fantasy points per game and the fifth fewest rushing yards and touchdowns to the position so again Chubb isn't a must sit like I'm not telling you to sit in for some dude you're picking up off the waiver wire but if you have another running back, maybe a Travis Etienne or one of the other starts, Tyler Algier even, I would consider getting away from Chubb. Can't wait for people to you know, come at you and say, I sat Nick Chubb in place of Zach Moss and now I lost and it's all your fault. <laughs> like, I'm sure I'm sure somebody's going to have that, uh, you know, loaded Did up. Him for Deion Jackson. There you go. I like Somebody's going to have that locked and loaded just in case it goes bad for them. What is not <laughs> going to go bad? For the last time this year, we're putting on our nice shoes, getting our crisp jeans out, and putting on a little bit of cologne before we get ready, because it's time for Club Dub! The guys that we guarantee you will score at least 25 fantasy points this week. And I see the name here. Maybe a bit of a surprise, considering how things have gone for this player lately. Yeah, and, and there's not a whole lot other than vibes right now, but I, I think 
Come, you're gonna have to wait till Monday night. Like everyone else, gonna get in Sunday night. You're gonna be outside waiting, but it'll be worth the wait when Stefan Diggs just goes off. <laughs> that didn't work as well as I wanted it to. He's gonna go off though this week against the Cincinnati Bengals. I just expect a ton of points to be scored in this game. So if we're talking about Josh Allen putting up big numbers, throwing a bunch of touchdowns, Stephon Diggs is going to get in on the action. And again, I don't know if maybe last week they kind of eased him because they knew like, all right, we can win this game. We need you to go off against the Bengals. But this is the biggest Bills regular season game of my life. I'm anticipating that they're going to get their best player involved. Uh, Absolutely. I know fantasy managers would love it. Could have used it last week personally, but whatever. We'll take whatever we can get. Uh, And the Bills certainly are going to need that. For me, it's another guy who wears blue and whose team claims New York as its home base. It's Saquon Barkley. Oh, come on now. We're going to do this the old-fashioned way ourselves, too. Oh, we're dropping money everywhere. This is just bad, but we're going to (laughs) throw it up. We're going to make it rain for Saquon Barkley this week. Going against the Indianapolis Colts, and this is a smash spot for Barkley. He has been very good down the stretch, 23-plus points in back-to-back games for the Saquonissants, and now he gets a Colts defense that really has not been very good against running backs and honestly doesn't have a whole lot to play for. So if you, I don't really need to say a whole lot to convince you to get Saquon Barkley into your lineup. I'm pretty sure you're going to do that anyway, but just in case you need an extra nudge, there you go. I think he's going to be popping bottles at Club Dub coming up this weekend. Florio, this is it. This is our final start set show of the year. Uh, uh, it's been fun. I know you've enjoyed, have you enjoyed writing the column? I was going to just make sure that you enjoyed it. I don't know. <laughs> I enjoyed it. There's certainly times when like on a Sunday evening writing it feels a little laborious, but I I wouldn't trade it for anything. I'm super grateful to everyone who reads it, everyone who watches this show, watches the segment on Fantasy Live, and to everyone who helps make all of that possible, the specialists and everything. So much goes into it. Me and you kind of just, we just got to talk. We just sit here and talk for about 20, 30 minutes, and everybody else does the hard work, and we appreciate all the work that you put in, and we appreciate all you guys out there for uh, watching and hanging out with us. Uh, We are not done, of course. we got other things. We'll be on the Q&A show. We'll be on Fantasy Live. There's still plenty more to do. Uh, By the way, I'll say it one more time, just in case you need it for one more week. You subscribe to this one. You get all of them in your podcast feed all week long, so be sure to check that out. In the meantime, that'll do it for us. He is Mike. I am Marcus. This has been the Stardom Sidham Show. Best of luck in week 17. Enjoy the games, and uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.